everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and it is a 12 questions version of the podcast today. And I'm so happy to be joined by four-time IndyCar champion, Scott Dixon from Chip Ganassi Racing. Now, I'm super excited about this interview, basically because of the circumstances of how it happened. So I want to paint a picture for you. So let's say an IndyCar blogger comes to Homestead for the NASCAR championship weekend and says, hey, I'd like to get a one-on-one interview with a championship contending driver um, the day before the race. Now, um, that is what happened with this Scott Dixon interview. I was able to get Scott Dixon after his qualifying lap, which wasn't even that great. And so he had all excuses to be in a bad mood. Uh, his PR team had all every reason to say, you know what, um, he's just going to be super busy this weekend. He's tied up. Uh, he can't do it right now. He needs to focus on the race. All the excuses that you regularly hear from, I guess, the NASCAR drivers. Um, but they didn't make any of those excuses. They said, hey, you know what, we will get you the 12 questions after qualifying. Uh, just hang out and, and we'll get you with them, no problem. It's like, man, that is so crazy. Uh, coming from NASCAR, where uh, I haven't been able to get some drivers all year that I've been asking for, and it doesn't look like um, I'll be able to get them in some cases. I'm able to get a championship contender, one of the biggest names, the day before the championship race in a tight points battle after qualifying. It was just totally insane to me. Anyway, uh, we did this interview after his qualifying press conference, so I, I did feel a little bit rushed. It was outside. There was uh, cameras around for some documentary, so this ends up being the shortest 12 questions probably that I've done, but uh, I was so appreciative for the opportunity. Thank you to Kelby Kraus from Chip Ganassi Racing for helping me do this. I mean, honestly, um, you guys are familiar with my NASCAR coverage, but in IndyCar, I don't think the drivers know me, um, so just parachuting in there to be able to have this opportunity, I was super appreciative and uh, really happy that that, uh, this was able to work out. So anyway, without further ado, here's the 12 questions with Scott Dixon. All right, I'm here with Scott Dixon. Scott, how much of your success is based on your uh, natural ability and how much has come from working at it? Uh, I think it's always a compromise, but you know, I think uh, it's a team sport, so it's it's definitely you know across all platforms. You know, the good people <coughs> on the team, engineers, mechanics, uh, strategists. Um, so it's never just one person. I think that's the the most important thing is you got to you got to work together as as much as you can. And and for myself, yeah, you know, it's uh, some of it's natural ability, but uh, I think to keep consistency and and uh, you know win championships and and so on, um, you know, it takes a lot of hard work. What's your pitch for people to become fans of yours? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, the, well, f- I think across the board, you know, the Verizon IndyCar series has so many different personalities, um, you know, so, so many people from different countries, uh, different backgrounds. Um, so everybody has someone that they can kind of relate with. And I think that's, uh, that's pretty cool. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm a ginger, maybe. <laughs> I, I hear you on that. All right. Uh, what's the hardest part of your job away from a racetrack? Oh, I don't know. I think... Um, I think the separation sometimes from family life to, to racing life can be tough, but it's also been really nice to have kids because it you know helps you mentally kind of disconnect uh, and and helps you to um, not overthink things. So I think actually my outside family life is is very important to uh, you know how how my racing career has progressed. Let's say a fan spots you eating dinner at a nice restaurant. You're out with Emma or something. Uh, should they approach you for an autograph or no? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever they need. Whatever they need. I'll get their meal, too. <laughs> uh, what's a story in IndyCar that doesn't get enough coverage? 
Uh, probably this Aussie guy, Will Power. You know, he's always moaning about being sore or bad leg. Um, uh, I don't know. I think I think the racing is the best in the world. You know, I think uh, you know. I think once people tune in, man, they're they're hooked. You know, and, and it is the diversity between you know the the short tracks, the super speedways, um, road courses, street courses. You know, it's just it's just getting the person engaged, and once they're engaged, they're hooked. Um, who's the last driver you texted? Uh, probably Tony Kanan, my teammate. Yeah. Frequently text him? Uh, group messages, yeah. There's, there's quite a few. Um, yeah, that was probably him. Him was, yeah, he was probably the last. Oh, Dario. He's an ex-driver, but we text a lot. Do you consider race car drivers to be entertainers? Uh, some of them, for sure, are very big entertainers. Um, Alio, uh, yeah, Hinchcliffe did pretty well on Dancing with the Stars, so yes, yeah. What is your middle finger policy on the racetrack? On the racetrack? Uh, use it at will. Okay. <laughs> what happens if you get it done to you? Uh, I'll probably do something back. Okay. Yeah, probably the same thing. Maybe two of them. Uh, some drivers keep a payback list if something bad happens for negative reasons. Do you keep a payback list for positive reasons if somebody cuts you a break or something like that? No, only a list for bad things. Um, no, you know, it's... it's uh, no, I don't, I don't keep any kind of lists. I think you do have, depending on, on uh, what it is, you have memories of, of uh, what stands out. But um, no, I think, yeah, you should be nice to people. Uh, who's the most famous person you've had dinner with? That I've ever had dinner with? Um, probably Marco Andretti. <laughs> What's something about yourself you'd like to improve? Um, I should probably stop biting my nails. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Is a long-time habit? My wife hates it. yeah. Uh, each interview I asked the uh, driver to give me a question for the next interview so I just did Chris Busher, he's a NASCAR driver and he wants to know what makes you crazy enough to strap into one of these things um, I don't know it's just natural man he needs to try it out and then he'll understand he said he can't do it yeah he can go on uh, the next interview I'm doing is with Jimmy Johnson do you have a question that I can ask Jimmy um, for Jimmy Johnson kind of underwear does he wear is he is he briefs boxes or a tidy whitish i don't think that's ever been asked so we'll find out thank you for thanks for joining us thanks man all right everybody so there you have it and uh <laughs> gonna be looking forward to the expression on jimmy johnson's face uh friday at new hampshire when i ask him scott dixon's question for the next driver that should be an interesting experience Another much longer interview I recorded while in Sonoma was with Jenna Fryer of the Associated Press. Jenna, I'm sure you know her from Twitter and her battles with people on Twitter. She always seems to be fighting some battles or dealing with trolls on Twitter or getting into uh, some fights about after expressing her opinion. So I wanted to find out what, what social media is like for her. So we um, taped a podcast that will come out Thursday. So check that out. And then it's off to New Hampshire where it's race number two of the first round for the NASCAR playoffs and dealing with um, Chase Elliott's penalty, storylines like that coming into the weekend. So thanks as always for listening, and I will talk to you very soon on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.